Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia to follow everything that's happening with me. I'll be the big one with the big old green head in the profile picture. I'm so excited to get into this. This is the start of a new series of mine called the gamma analysis basically in this series i'm gonna review everything hulk all the movies and tv shows and maybe at some time at some point i could get into comics but that's a while off hope you enjoy smash trigger presents the gamma analysis for this first episode i'm gonna review hulk 2003 but first, I have a trivia question for you. How many issues did the original Hulk comic series last? I'll give the answer later in the episode. First off, this Hulk version of the classic Marvel intro is Hulk smashingly amazing. I love the mutating cells turning into the Hulk logo. I like how it shows his dad's insane scientific test at the beginning. Maybe this is just how houses looked in the 70s. I don't know. I wasn't alive. But I kind of feel like the look of the childhood house is a reference to how houses looked in the Lou Ferrigno Hulk show. I like the visualization of Hulk's... Of Bruce's cells looking green and purple, the main colors that the Hulk is associated with. I love that they got both Lou Ferrigno and Stan Lee cameoing at the same time. I love the comic booky style scene transitions in this. After I had only been watching for 15 minutes, I was already enjoying this so much more than the last time that I watched The Incredible Hulk from 2008. Honestly, though, I gotta say, I like the Glenn Talbot that is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so much better. I find it really, in uh, I find it interesting that they connected Betty and Bruce by having them be at the same desert base growing up. I like how we are introduced to his father in present day by seeing him infiltrate Bruce's lab as a janitor. I wrote while I was, I was watching, I'm not sure how deciphering the name Bruce helps you when it seems you already know it was your son since you specifically infiltrated the lab that your son works at. And you took his hair. I'm not sure if he's a character from the comics. But I kind of like the Harbor character. I like that we actually see his accident in the Gamma Lab. That made Bruce turn into the Hulk. Bruce's father is such a perfectly insane creepy villain. I love his first transformation into the Hulk. 
I love the look of this Hulk. It has such a great green color. I loved Hulk throwing the giant gamma science equipment and and breaking through the wall and crushing a car. In a film that doesn't have many funny moments in it, it's nice to be able to actually laugh once in a while. Sam Elliott is such a perfect General Ross. I love that Betty isn't just a um love interest in this. She's a scientist, just like Bruce's. I love that they included it. I think it's a very big thing for Hulk. The angrier he gets, the bigger he gets. I like that he kicked the a red. I like, like they picked the red couch into just some random person's house for no apparent reason. I wrote while I was watching it, this. Oh God, that poor demon dog. Hulk punched it in the dick. I remember being honestly terrified of the scene of Hulk fighting the demon dogs when I was a kid. But honestly, now, I just feel bad for the dogs. That giant drop of blood from Bruce's father is such awful CGI. But then his hand turning into metal and going through the other metal looked great. I can't imagine the pain of seeing your father kill your mother in front of you while trying to kill you. The scene with Hulk breaking out of the water chamber is fantastic. The fi- I wrote, finally, the purple shorts. I know I already said it, but... I just love the comic booky transitions so much, and there's so many of them in those scenes right after he uh, he breaks the, uh, the water chamber. I love seeing Hulk throwing a tank. I think it's funny that the government just calls him Angry Man. I like these scenes of Hulk just jumping through different areas. I kind of found a certain serenity to it. I also wrote while I was watching, yes, Hulk throwing missiles. I love the line from one of the um pilots, uh, pilots that where they said, holy shit, he has my missile. I love that they made sure the CGI for Hulk slamming into the ground actually interacts with the real physical ground, either breaking it or in this one scene, the wind from the impact blew a piece of wood that was in the back of a near uh, a near truck off. 
I love that even though these Jets are attacking the Hulk, Hulk saw one of them was going to crash into a bridge, and he saved the guy from crashing. Because that's what heroes do. I love the puny human scene so much. One thing I really wish happened... So, there's a scene where Hulk is looking at a helicopter that has Betty in it. And during this scene, water is spraying on him from a fire hydrant. I really wish the water cleaned off the dirt off off of him. Because I want a clean Hulk. Because I love the look of Hulk and I... I really did not like how the Hulk looked while he had all that dirt all over him. The scene of Betty calming him down in San Francisco honestly was kind of beautiful. I wrote while I was watching, I don't remember seeing Bruce's father get captured. I found that very interesting. But um he obviously was because he was meeting his son uh the fight between hulk and his father it was so cool even though i've seen the film when i was a kid i never got to see this fight because our tv was too dark also when i was younger I thought they were teasing a sequel that because his father had absorbed so much, he became a, a sort of maestro, oh, maestro, oh, looking Hulk. I really wish they made that film. Um, that frog. It, it was so cute out on Bruce's head, uh, Bruce's hat in the final scene from the film. Um, I love that they made the credits into comic splash bubbles and not just a short bit is stylized like most films. The majority of the credits are like this. Honestly, I didn't think this would age well. But I ended up finding a lot to like in it. I think this is actually a pretty good Hulk film. Now, you will notice what, uh, from listening to that review, I don't really include many things that I find bad in films because a very big thing you will learn about me if you listen to this podcast is I like to promote positivity. I, I'm willing to include things that are negative uh, or criticisms in the review, but I won't dwell on them, and I will try to not include a lot of them. Uh, I will always try to make the majority of it be the things I liked in the film, because that's just what I want to put out in the world. So, we have some trivia, and these are all taken from IMDb. 
And I just took them word for word, the ones I found most interesting. So much of the microbiology work seen on screen is authentic, contrary of director Ang Lee's wife. And for uh, and before I get into some other, I think probably more interesting trivia, I also have, have a bunch of statistics that for or any of our statistic nerds out there, or that according to ILM animators, Hulk's stats are as follows. He weighs 3,452 pounds, which is 1,565.8 kilograms. He can exert 14 tons of pressure per square inch. His skin is 10 times as strong as Kevlar. His chest measures 17 feet and 4 inches, which is 5.3 meters. His waist is 12 feet and 10 inches, 3.3 meters. His feet are 4 feet and 3 inches, which is 1.3 meters. If he wore shoes, they would be U.S. size 87. And I thought I had uh, big shoes at 17. In size 17. His neck measures 6 feet and 9 inches, which is 2 meters. He can move at a top speed of 300 miles per hour, which is... 483 kilometers per hour and cross three to four miles 4.8 to 6.4 kilometers in a single jump and now back to what i found more interesting of trivia ang lee was uh actually the one who performed the hulks uh, hulk using motion capture technology in the comics bruce's father was named brian banner he was renamed david banner in this film as a tribute to the hulk 1977 which i will be reviewing that which and unlike this review where i saw it uh, many times as a kid i have never watched any of that Lou Ferrigno Hulk show from 1977, where the Hulk, Hulk was known as David Banner. Jennifer Connelly, who plays Betty Ross in this film, later played Karen, the AI voice in Peter Parker's Spider-Man suit in Spider-Man Homecoming from 2017. Throughout the film, there are clues that which foreshadow David Banner's cinematic or, or climactic uh, descent into villainous insanity. David goes undercover as a janitor in his son's lab, which is a reference to Samuel Stearns, who is a janitor who became 
the Hawks' arch nemesis, the leader. David absorbs and transforms into a lot of electrical energy in the film's final sequence, a homage to the classic Hulk villain, Lazazax. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but please forgive me. When General Ross heads towards San Francisco to intercept the Hulk, his helicopter is codenamed T-Bolt, a homage homage to Ross's nickname Thunderbolt for his explosive temper in the comics. According to Ang Lee, the director of the film, the film's screenplay drew influences from monster tales like King Kong and Frankenstein, fantasies like Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde, Beauty and the Beast, and Frost, and more particularly, Greek mythological tragedies. The frog that's used in the, the experiment uh, is named Freddy. Uh, uh, well, the frog used in the experiment named Freddy is fake. The crew pumped air in it to make it look like it was breathing. They had been using a... Oh, they used a prop uh, up um, frog after the real one that they were going to use proved to not seem as lively as the fake actually did. Billy Crudup, who... I only know as uh, as the Henry Allen actor in Justice League. He turned down the role of Bruce Banner in this. They're also considered for the role of Bruce Banner in this were Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Jeff Goldblum, David Dutch Oveny, and Steve Buscemi. To prepare for his role as General Thaddeus E. Thunderbolt Ross, Sam Elliott read the Hulk comic books. He had doubts about growing a mustache, since the army doesn't encourage facial hair, but was convinced by Ang Lee to do so. When Betty first meets David Banner, they discuss a, na- a man named Benny. Benny was a soldier who appeared in the Hulk graphic novel The Dogs of War, which first introduced the concept of Hulk dogs, which appear in this film. Pictures from the same book got flipped by the screen when the opening Marvel logo appears, which you should remember from the beginning of my review, I loved how they made that uh, that original uh, that lo- uh, logo and intro to be Hulk themed. I thought it was really cool looking. To show the cast where Hulk would be standing after being added by CGI, 
the cast and crew used a cardboard cutout that they named Elvis after Elvis Presley. How does is Bruce keep his pants on when he turns into the supersized Hulk? We had a lot of talks about it, says uh, visual effects supervisor Dennis Murren. We realized we couldn't show his stuff. So we figured when he's in a government immersion cell, those were military stretchable pants. But early on, uh, earlier on, it was more difficult uh, to rationalize. So we figured he just wears stretchy pants. Banner does lose his, uh, his boxers in one scene, though, but his Lycra blend isn't actually the Blaine. It was the dogs that rip his clothes off. Computer animators studied bodybuilders for the look of Hulk's muscles. They created 1,000... 165 different muscles for him. The poodle in the pack of Hulk dogs was made for a good joke. Plus, it was in James Seamus' script. It was funny. I think it looked more like a Doberman shrugged Ang Lee, who used the beast to pay homage to a particular young artiste. The elongated ears it had were from my son's drawing, said uh, um, Ang Lee. Fans don't have much time to admire the creepy canine since the dogfight was cut from its original 200 storyboards to a mere 60 for budgetary reasons. The movie's first trailer showed a CGI Hulk that didn't look very convincing, which led to several viewers calling it Shrek on steroids. Ang Lee considered retiring from filmmaking after directing this film, but he didn't, and eventually he won Best Directing Oscars for the critically acclaimed Brokeback Mountain and Life of Pi. Whoever voiced the Hulk in this film remains unknown to this day. I also have some thoughts from some friends of mine on social media. Cosmic Kren said, uh, this was the original Hulk I grew up on as a ch uh, as a kid. The one I had toys of. The one I rewatched countless times, faced with tears of joy. I haven't seen it in several years, but you're definitely uh, making me want to see if I can find that DVD again and give it a rewatch. And he had a gif saying nostalgia so my response i'd agree with you i got so much nostalgia watching this i'd very much encourage you to give it a rewatch and if you can't find a dvd 
it's available on the free version of Peacock. Michigan Mamba said, My thoughts is Mark Ruffalo would never. Which my response to that is, I'm not sure exactly what that means. Three films in a podcast said, Ang Lee made almost too literal of a comic book movie. Specifically, the way he chose to display montages and transitions between scenes. But we respect the effort and vision. Also, Sam Elliott is the greatest Thunderbolt Ross. And my response to that was, I think I can agree somewhat with that. I kind of like the uh, montages and transitions myself, though, and and I sure as hell respect the uh, act that effort and vision. Rob from the Weekly Meet said, What if this Bruce showed up via the multiverse? My response to that is, Honestly, I'd absolutely love that. I'm excited as all hell at the, at the thought of seeing all three Spideys together, but I think I'd be even more excited to see multiple Hulks share the screen. Christopher Chua said, Good movie, positive. And my response is, I'd have to agree with you there. Paul Gilliland said, well, they got Hulk's color right, with, and I can agree with that too. Michelle Samuelson said, honestly, I like the Jennifer Connelly, uh, like Jennifer Connelly in this better than Liv Tyler in The Incredible Hulk, but I haven't watched this movie in quite some time either. My response says, I honestly think they both did a good job, but I think you might be right. She may have done a better job. Alright, so, here is the answer to the trivia question from earlier. And that answer was six issues. Thank you for watching, and if you like this Gamma Analysis please give a five-star review. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the film, so please let me know. I'd uh, like If you'd like to listen to more from me, please subscribe. Many more Gamma Analysis from me coming, so keep on the lookout. Expect a lot of changes throughout the first few episodes as I figure out exactly how I want to format this going forward. This again is your host, Smash Trivia John, signing off.